0: Welcome into the I-80 Club. Wednesday night in the club. In the club. Josh Peterson, Jack Mitchell with you. It's been a busy day in the world of sports. It's been a busy week in the world of sports. Uh, Jack, we had planned on doing a a doubleheader of Be Kind, Husker, Rewind, but, but it seems like, you know... It seems like everything's about to change in college sports, and so here we are, maybe lamenting the end of college sports as we know it. We are, um, yeah. It's
1: and it continues to. It feels like news is still coming into the evening here a little bit, but I uh, we we decided that since the the the. The conference news kind of came to a head today. Maybe it came to a head today. I don't know. It could peak. It could peak tomorrow. To be honest, but it looked like it might happen yesterday. Now yes. there's another meeting with Arizona. So let's just like set the stage for those who are listening after the fact, because who mm-hmm. knows? Who knows what's going to happen in the next 24, 48 hours, right? So let's yeah. set the stage where we are on Wednesday night, August second, 2023. There are okay. no new teams in the Big Twelve. OK, no, No. Uh, there are no other than Colorado. There's no new teams in the in the Big Ten. Um, No, we don't know for sure what's happening with Arizona. That was the one it looked like there might be something happening, but we've got no news on that. What we do know, and if you if I don't say this correctly, feel free to correct me. What we we do know is there apparently is some interest in. In the Big Ten, looking into other editions of Pac-12 schools now. Yes. Exactly. Whether that is just Oregon and Washington, or perhaps Oregon, Washington, and Cal Stanford is unclear. Whether Oregon and Washington would be interested in that, or Cal Stanford would be interested in that is unclear. And... I don't whether an offer is actually ready to go I think and we can get into this is still a little bit unclear. But there's yeah. there's a flirtation, there's some level of interest on the Big 10 side toward at least some of those schools. Fair? Is that right? Yes.
0: yes. Okay. I think so. One other thing that I would add on to you mentioned Arizona and they they've kind of been the school that we've been watching for the last like 36 hours now. Um the Board of Regents and this is for the whole Arizona system. This is for Arizona, this is for Arizona State, and I believe Northern Arizona would be NAU. Mm-hmm. They now have a meeting scheduled tomorrow night at six oh five for topics include possible legal advice and discussion regarding university athletics. Okay. So it does seem like it does seem like something will come to a head tomorrow night. Um, if you remember, with all the Colorado to the Big Twelve stuff, uh, that that kind of moved fairly quickly. And by the time that they had a you know board of regents meeting scheduled, um, that you know that kind of happened. And and before the meeting even happened, the report was they are going to the Big Twelve. This is all but a formality. So I guess my question would be, Jack. At some point over the next twenty four hours, do we learn that? Arizona is moving to the Big 12. This is all but a formality. And, you know, by the time that we get to tomorrow night at this time, the Big 12 is up to at least 14 teams. This seems like the the
1: sort of the the, the choreography every time it's happened when a team has moved is you get these, reg, these notice of these regents meetings. Then they happen, right, yeah. most recently yeah. with Colorado. So I've got a hard time not thinking that's – that's what's going to be happening here with this whole thing with Arizona. Same. Now, the the question is: Is there anybody else coming along? I think,
0: but Alex says no. Utah or Arizona State? Arizona yeah, that, State. That's they the are question. The, uh, they are they are in the university system, as I just read. So, I guess that that wouldn't surprise me. It's it is interesting though, Jack, um, that the. So much of the noise the last 24 hours has surrounded Arizona and not the other two schools, even though I think we all kind of expect that it would be the four corner schools, right? Like, I have sensed that. I don't know if you have, but it seems like most of the conversation has surrounded the Wildcats and not so much the other two schools.
1: I mean, it gets into the whole economics of this thing, and we can have a much larger conversation on this, but sometimes I, I sort of catch myself assuming... Hey, if a, if a, if a conference can expand with other Power 5 schools, especially the Big 12, they're going to do that. But like there's a lot that even when you talk about the Big 10 looking at Oregon and Washington, it's not necessarily a slam dunk that you want to do something like that even though you're adding in that case to names, I Big guess. Market. But yeah. like it, I mean it, it really depends what the conference is valuing. What the conference needs, and I guess you apply that same question to the Big Twelve and Arizona. Now, I I think the Big Twelve, I think Arizona continues to add to the Big 12's product in in terms of its desirability as kind of a, a media uh, a media clearinghouse and adds adds to the the product that they've got. Uh, Do you know overall. what else it adds
0: to? Yeah, you know, like when the Big Twelve expands, and this is in their contract, if they had Power Five schools. The 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 contracts with the networks, they have to pay them the same amount of money that the other schools are already making. And so so they get a full share. Correct. Colorado. And they are getting a full share, a part of a new piece of the pie. Like they're bringing in more. So they're not they're not dividing the same amount of money they are adding to it. And so that's that's the benefit of adding Arizona and Utah and Arizona State is the math of it works. And I know we'll talk about the Big Ten tonight. The math of the Big Ten is a bit fuzzy. Right. Because it doesn't work that way within their own television contract.
1: As in as in the schools might have to take a pay cut,
0: is what yes. you're saying oh, yes. in the Big Correct. Ten.
1: Correct. Right, absolutely. And, and, and so that's absolutely. the cost. But for for the big t- l- let's look at first that Big Twelve Arizona thing, because that's gonna come up first tomorrow. Yes. Do, a, does it make sense to the Big Twelve for the Big Twelve to do this? I just said I think yes. I'm curious what you think and B, um, vice versa for Arizona, and that's, that's maybe an easier question. But what do you think? Maybe they're both easy questions. What do you think on that?
0: Yeah, Jack, I kind of think they are. I think they're both easy yeses, um, I think for different reasons, though in the end it's for the same reason. It works for Arizona because it gives them security. Um, it works for the Big 12 because I guess it gives them security, but in a way, Jack, I think it works for the Big 12 because they're killing a conference, you know? And I know so much of the discussion today has been about like the Big Ten is maybe going to wait to make a move because they don't want to see to be seen as, as giving the death knell to the big to the Pac-12 conference. Big 12 doesn't give a shit. Um, <laughs> big 12 is happy. to. I think they're happy to end it because I think that that that, that makes our ground stronger. Right. Only one of them was, was probably going to survive. Right.
1: So yeah. it's like if I can if I can finish him off so I survive, it's self-defense at that point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I I think that I think it's a slam slam dunk. It's a good move. It's a good move for both both school, both uh, and and conference. Um, I would say the same thing if if Arizona State joined and Utah joined, like I really do think that that it's the smart play, because I think for now you're focused most on survival. And I I just do not think that the Pac-12 has a good leg to stand on. Not to mention, Jack, I mean, forget about will they or won't they and, and which teams are, you know they have interest from the big 12 the the television numbers apparently are insanely low insanely low for the pac-12 conference and given that it a lot of it's based around apple and a lot of it's based around apple and getting like bonuses for getting subscribers right um man that's it's 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 tough i don't even know is it
1: is it i mean are we talking like 20 million a school for sure or is that or do we not even know that
0: that that's been like the rumors i haven't seen any any like actual reporting on it and i haven't heard anything but that i have seen that number from like you know the random realignment twitter users um and uh, like i've seen people game out the math of like how many subscriptions you would have to get and i don't think that that maybe it's as dire as those make it seem because it's like they would need 32 million Apple Plus subscriptions which like good luck getting that. But it just it does not sound like it's very good. It certainly yeah. it certainly makes me think that the Big 12 is easily the better offer if you have between, you know, a choice between those two. Yeah, ones. if the Pac12 wants to be competitive, they at least have to guarantee that amount
1: and not have it be resting on some kind of a subscription Correct. model. For that, for that to be of interest, I think to any of the members at this point. So I can see why. I mean, financially, it makes all the sense in the world for Arizona. Here's a, here's a question, and, and maybe there's nobody else in the conference, but if you're the Big Twelve, like why those, why Arizona, and then potentially why the why the why whole the four corner? corner schools, as opposed to if you could poach anyone else. Like, why not Washington and Oregon? And maybe there were overtures to them.
0: Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, I think partly I'd wonder and theorize how much of it is, like, to answer the latter part, are Oregon and Washington maybe not interested or they're holding out hope, rather, for the Big Ten Conference? I would almost wonder if that's the case. Um, In terms of the four corner schools, I've, I've heard a lot of national people say, like, it's a great geographic fit. And, like, I've been to Arizona, like, one time in my life, so I really don't have a whole lot of takes it, on the, the... It is, uh, the but pit. I
1: sort of thought that didn't matter anymore,
0: right? And Man, maybe yeah. that's
1: me just being too
0: cynical at this point. But yeah, I just thought that sure. didn't matter that much. I think it does, but except when it doesn't, right? Like, <laughs> the, Big, the, the Big Ten adding USC, USC and UCLA, it doesn't, it doesn't fit. Um, it doesn't matter in that scenario. But, I mean, if, if the Big Ten added Notre Dame, like we would all talk about the brand and how important it is. Yada, yada, yeah. But they'd also be like, yeah, and they're in the f- footprint. We really like this that they're in the big 10 footprint. So I think it matters except when it doesn't. Um, so I guess from that perspective, uh, otherwise, I don't know. I mean, like it does open up a recruiting territory, you know, in Arizona. I mean, that can be, that can be very valuable. Um, they, they turn out prospects that go on and play major college football and go into the pros. So I, I think that you could go there. Um, <laughs> so I don't know, we invited I guess, like, you in so we can steal all your kids. <laughs> yeah, I guess here's the, here's the thing, Jack, like if you're looking at the pac 12 and you're, you're gaming out. Okay. We, we want to add three other schools cause we want to get to 16 Cal Stanford aren't going Oregon state, Washington state. Don't bring any value. So then you do get down to those, those other five teams and Again, I guess I would circle all the way back to my theory of are Oregon and Washington just hanging out a little bit longer because they want to see what could happen with the Big Ten, um, which I mean, it does seem like there is a shitload of smoke about that. Uh, And so then for the if you're the Big 12, well, then those other three schools are just kind of the obvious ones. And you go from there.
1: Yeah, that's what I wonder is are Oregon, Washington sort of saying, all right, bid on us, right? Like, what is what are the two offers? Can, you know, Big Twelve versus versus uh, Big Ten is that where they're in, or have they already kind of said? Have they already said behind closed doors? Look, if it's if and when we leave, it's going to be to the Big Ten. That's what I wonder, or if they're yeah. just kind of looking for the best bidder, or if they're just not sure, like what? How long? So the report came out today that that apparently there, again there's that flirtation that's there now between heavy the petting. Big Ten, yeah, heavy petting that's going on. But how long was that? How long was that happening? I guess
0: the, behind closed between, doors between, between Oregon, Big Ten, Oregon, and Big Ten, Oregon, and Washington. Well, it, I'm thinking back to last summer. You know, we had Brett McMurphy on our show um, in the afternoon and he mentioned like he's been very bullish on Oregon and Washington being a part of the Big Ten conference sooner rather than later. Like he is someone who is he told us last summer he thought that they would enter the league with USC and UCLA. So he said that in 2022. He thinks that that would happen in 2024. Uh, like a quick side, Jack. It seems like August 15th, from everything I've read, is like the drop dead date of if you announce it before then, like then you could play in that league the next year. So, you know, we have an interesting 13 days yeah. um, ahead of us. But if I remember right, wasn't some of the, the, the reporting that came out of the last year that the Big Ten... I don't remember how it was phrased, but it was basically like they did their due diligence or like they've looked into it and they've just decided ultimately that they were going to stick with 14 and then 16 teams, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it seems like they have done, they have done the, they have done the background on those two schools. I, I think it's been happening for a while at the very least. Yeah, so it probably. seems like, I mean, it just seems like now, Jack, it, it, the balls in the big tens court, if they want to do it, they can do it. If, if they don't, then they won't. It's that's what it seems like to me, at least.
1: Yeah. Uh, what interview are you talking about with uh, with Jacob here on the chat? New, so Jacob mentioned
0: everybody. Matt Matt Brown um, from the Extra Points newsletter. He covers college football, um, and and so he said. Uh, I'll read the original comment from Jacob and then his second one, extra points. Matt Brown said exactly my thoughts on Oregon and Washington and the big 10 on Gary and Nick's show this morning. Couldn't have said it better myself. So I asked him, so what did he say? Jacob writes about the 12 minute mark of the interview basically said the big 10 doesn't want to be open for business because they still have a TV deal to execute and the adjustment period of USC and UCLA making it a nationwide conference said that Oregon and Washington, and most of PAC 12 schools for that matter, wouldn't generate more money for the big 10 travel gets worse. Those two schools are 3000 miles plus away just from USC and UCLA. Conversation needs to be had if they're actively available, but nobody is fiending for Oregon and Washington. And that to go back to, I guess what we were just talking about, Jack, that does seem to be the consensus is the juice is not worth the, the squeeze. If I would say this, if it was peacetime, the juice is not worth the squeeze. I do not think that we are in peacetime anymore though. Right. I feel like we are in wartime. And so I, I guess where I keep coming back to ultimately, cause I've seen so much discourse over the last day about why would the big 10 do this? The big 10 doesn't need to do this. There's no reason to do it. Just, just keep the money yourselves. And I understand all that, but if everything is falling apart, if I'm the big 10, like, I, I don't know. I feel like I look at those two teams and I say, I mean, there is some value to be had, even if it's maybe not going to grow the pie as much as we need it to right away. But if they're coming in and they're going to take less money, which is what the reports are, Pete Dammel wrote about it and and didn't put numbers on the table, but he essentially said that. Um, And then maybe you bring in a streaming component as well. I don't know. I guess that's what I keep coming back to. So
1: when when you say wartime, though, are you just meaning that? It's it, that everything's happening so fast and you get your hands on whatever you can at this point yes. while it's still out there. Yeah. Yeah. And again, everything's you can say falling that, apart. You can ask the same question, though. Like, why is that? Why is that? Ne- why are two more? Why are adding two more? Right. Or or four more, potentially. Like, uh, still, why? Whether it's wartime or peacetime, whether this is your last chance to add. I, I still don't quite know that I understand that argument um, and, and why you do that. Now, if the theory, if they're going to give you a great deal, if Oregon, Washington are going to say, you know what, we're going to give you, I don't know, seven years until we get up to a full share, right? Like Rutgers and yeah. Maryland are doing. Um, I mean, they're yeah, not... yeah.
0: Basically, we'll give you the full share once we get our new TV deal
1: down the road. Right? If they, I mean, now if it's something like that, that changes the equation. I little, I think a little bit for the conference now. I'm assuming they're not – I mean, there's no way they should let them in, in my opinion, the way they let USC and UCLA in. No, they're not worth that. No. But they let them in as full share members, right? Right off the bat, as I understand it. Um, So they can't do that. Um, And I don't imagine, Jack, that the other schools would want that either. Absolutely not. I don't even know if the other schools, though – I mean, no matter what you give them, you're reducing what the other schools are getting in the new deal, though. Right. So I mean even if you're giving them what 25 million a year each that's 50 million across the board that's out of that deal because as you said the deals doesn't get better during this current contract just because those two teams are in it.
0: Yeah. The only the other only other way that it could get better in theory I guess is I don't know. I guess if you added four more schools um, and thus you just have so many more games that you have to bring in a streaming component, you know, like somebody emailed me today and was like, you know, what if Amazon was suddenly on the, you know, at the table and they they were willing to give you some extra money because you'd not, you just have extra games, you have yeah, more and, football games. And I guess I just don't know how that works with the contract. Like, I, I'm not
1: sure what the contract allows for adding that kind of stuff on. If if there yeah. are contingencies for flexibility, I assume there are contingencies in there if teams are added, not necessarily that the, the, the value of the contract, the payments are going to go up necessarily, but things like that. If there's additional inventory beyond what the contract contemplated when it was signed, how is that dealt with in the future, which is what you're getting at? And I don't have the answer to that. But that's maybe that factors into the whole thing. But I have a question for the chat about this whole thing. It gets to what we're discussing. What do you want the conference, when they're making these decisions, whether to expand or not, uh, and which teams to expand with, which schools to expand with, what do you want for them to have as their primary factor in making those decisions? Or, or how do you want to mix those? Is it a straight-up financial one? Is it a straight-up financial one? Because I guess if it's a straight-up financial one, you can at least make an argument that you don't expand to those two, although could make an argument it's going to be – it's, it's a long play, and there's going to be more money in the future. Um, what else is it about, though? Is it about the fan experience? Is it about the travel issues? Is it about the number of teams in the conference and how you can organize it? I'm curious what people think, what they want the conference to be considering – for these things, or when they make their own decisions on this, what do you guys think of? Uh, yeah,
0: because like when you say money, Jack, like the thing I think of is like, so why do you want the like Nebraska to have more money? Yeah, yeah you know? I guess.
1: Do we? It, I, I always do, but I guess should yeah. we?
0: Right? Yeah. Or is no, it I think worth The answer it? is usually like you can hire and you can build things and like, yeah, I, like all that stuff. Matters. But does it matter? Like, but
1: does $55 million a year versus uh,
0: $70 million a year thank matter? You. Right. That's what I was gonna say. You're you're they're gonna be making a hundred million dollars a year. Let's say that Oregon and, and Washington coming in would drop it to ninety. Like, does that matter? <laughs> you right. know, for like Nebraska, does? Oh man, we were gonna be great, but then we only had ninety million dollars right. instead of a hundred. Like, and like, I, I want to go through some of these answers, but
1: like as we were talking about this in the chat today in the chat channels, there was a part of me when they were talking about adding Cal and Stanford, I was like, you know. I kind of want to add them because they keep adding these programs that are very good or have been good good historically. Like there's part of me that wants to add some crappy teams. Um, (laughs) And I feel like those two have a good chance at being that way for some time, even though Stanford's had their success. Okay. So Connor says, and I didn't even mention academics. He put academics number one. Interesting. Uh, Academics number one, which like, I don't know. I appreciate that a big, about the Big Ten, but the—I don't know how much it, I feel passionate that it is motivated in the. It motivates the expansion decisions necessarily,
0: right? Like, I think if they could get like if they could get Stanford and it could guarantee Notre Dame, I think that they would do it, um, and then they would hide behind a, academics for Stanford. If they could get Stanford and not get Notre Dame, I don't know if that matters. So. Uh, I don't know. I I mean that said it's Stanford. Like I they're the they're this weird wild card that I just don't know. You yeah, like, know. Everything is about football, but Stanford is Stanford, you know? West Coast Ivy League school, man. How does the academics factor into all this? Like, who, pers- who is yeah, that? You just
1: get to say you have them, you know? He, like, know. who is that? Are, are, I mean, are the presidents? I assume the presidents would be the ones to get excited about that, but are oh, they? dude. And for what reason? If they're the ones that are having these conversations, this small group of presidents right now— yeah. um, I wonder about that. He says competition number two. Now, you could look at that in a couple of ways, like I was, like you want some easier competition, or you want the quality of the competition to be high. So I guess it totally depends how you look at that. But I don't see how you're improving the level of competition by adding anyone at this point, including Oregon and Washington.
0: Oh, no, I'm and, and I want to read this comment before we expand on that. Mike and Chance says, "Personally, I'm looking for having a better football product than the SEC or at least on par. I don't really care about the money as much as the product because with a better product the money will come." Um I don't know, man, like Oregon's pretty good. I know they haven't won a Natty. They're pretty good though. Um Washington's been to a playoff. Eh, those are good. Those are good I think school. Washington's
1: brand is kind of I mean I, I don't know. I don't know what the old metric to Decide this on,
0: but I still do a little bit of eh
1: when I hear Washington.
0: Funny, John went and looked at the TV ratings going back to 2017, and, and Washington actually had the highest average of any non-USD, really? UCLA, Pac-12 school. Cool. Yeah. Really? I was I was pretty surprised. I thought okay. it was going to be Oregon. Now, Oregon's also had a couple of down years in there, whereas Washington's been, they were like, you know, a playoff team, and they made some bowl, you know, big-time bowl games, so... Right. I don't know. And I know you their know. history. I mean, I know, you know, I know yeah. Steve
1: Empman, and, you know, Washington, and Bino Bryant and Napoleon Kaufman, and Mark Brunel. And I mean, we can go on and on with those Brock guys. Brock Heward. See, Hured. look,
0: Brennan, I think Brennan nails it, man. This isn't the end product. All of this is just a bridge. And there was a comment a few minutes ago as well from Jim and O'Neill. I want them to just freaking stop. This is ridiculous. I, I keep making this, this type of comparison, but I'm going to do it again. I feel like this is the end of, if you have a book, this is the end of a section, and, and thus it's the end of a chapter, but there is still another section, a big section to come, and I really do feel like this is the end of this long stretch of realignment you know the the beginning of it's like Penn State and Florida State going to conferences and it really ramps up again in the in the mid-aughts when the ACC expands and then it really ramps up with Nebraska and Colorado and it just keeps going and going this though is like the last of the table setting i feel like all this is doing jack is setting the table because i i, I broken record but i feel like what's next is contraction and there was i thought that there was some really astute observations and good tweets today from people that cover the sport nationally like this one from Chris Vanini. If you're a lower tier Big Ten school, I don't think you want to open the door to unequal revenue sharing because it'll eventually come to you. And like that's that's been a big buzzword lately. Unequal revenue shed, sharing because maybe that's how you get Oregon and Washington to join. But I just, I don't know, man. I feel like this is all setting up for where this thing is ultimately going and that's Two big conferences, lesser, fewer schools in them, haves and have nots. I feel like that's where this thing is going. So
1: Yeah, I there's a part of me that that factors in that thinks about it. And I think somebody said, someone too, somebody else said, like, having a number that makes sense that I can that the scheduling works out and that it's something that fits in. I guess a better way to say it is one of the things that motivates my opinions is I still want it to look like college football, the college football that I knew a little bit for better or for worse. Like I yeah. still, and I don't, that ship may have sailed a long time ago, but I, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm wondering, so big 10 has, geez, I can't even remember. So with USC and UCLA, they've got 16, right? 16. So, so you could get up to 18, you could get up to 20, the four teams, if there are if there are six teams in the West, yeah, I'm trying to think of the different ways they could do. You got
0: six teams in the West if they would add four,
1: right? It doesn't even make it doesn't even make for like a pod or a division that adds. See, up I feel again.
0: like if they add four more teams, they, I mean, my play would be to go to have four or five team divisions.
1: Yeah, I but. know. All I was saying though is they'd have six West Coast teams, and that's neither four nor five. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but I yeah like is there I think what I go through is is there a format like that like we're talking about uh 20, 20 teams four or five teams divisions or 5 four team divisions or whatever it is is there something that like that that looks sort of alluring to me in this whole thing and, and Is there? I mean maybe because we've we've talked about this before and and a lot of people have like it almost then at some point turns into regional pods again, which turns into the original conferences, sort of like the original conferences again, right? Where yeah. you, you have this core group of four or five teams that isn't unlike that you play every year. That isn't unlike the big eight in some ways. Right. And they're all close yes. by, they're all close by. And then you have some quasi conference teams, you know, from the other pods every year that rotate around. Um, and that's almost, it's almost like you have three level. Then you've got, you've got pod conference, non-conference. You've got yeah. three different levels instead of just two.
0: I, I just posted a tweet in the chat from Jason Kirk. And he said earlier, the sooner the big 10 and or SEC just buy the rest of college sports, the sooner they can put everybody in divisions that function yeah. like the old conferences. We all <laughs> mostly liked until then everything will get dumber and dumber. Stop being cute. And get it That's It's exactly what I was just saying. Dude, I, I uh, like it's so funny. Like, ultimately to get to get back to college sports being like we liked or remembered where it was fewer teams and leagues much more regionalized rivalries all those things it's going to come at the expense of a lot of other crap happening that we that in my opinion we don't like but it the the end result of more geographic based i think that we're all going to i i think we're going to dig that i know yeah, i will like, i think is that that would be good for college football
1: could could all this like this this greed and all of the Shifting could it really get us to a point where it's like okay you have two or three entities that are the conferences but are just not conferences as we ever thought of essentially they are they are groups of schools to put together for the purpose of of selling selling what they their their product to media companies that's it that's that's really what it is but you've got let's see you've got three of them I mean you've got how many Power Five teams what seven, 70 or so power 5 teams it's like yeah it's like yeah i guess i don't know what it is anymore now that things have uh, changed up a little bit like 70 or or yeah i guess now that you're adding them seven between let's say between 70 and 80 power 5 teams like four groups of four groups of 20 you know or four groups of 24 or something like that and then they're divided into individual pods pods divisions mini conferences whatever you call it like is there a potential that that could be Exactly what Jason Kirk is saying is like, finally get to that and it's going to make sense and it's going to actually be pleasing to a lot of fans instead of Nebraska, instead of Rutgers having a conference schedule that is regularly going to USC for a game and vice versa and in yeah. other sports as well.
0: Yeah. Isn't that odd? It's just, it's odd to think of it like these things that we don't want to happen. There is like this kind of a nice silver lining at the end of it. And it's, it's doing all that stuff. But I, I do think it's going to come at the expense of a lot of things that, you know, we don't like. And I I really do wonder about the Oregon States, the Washington States of the world. Um, like to go back to that Kirk tweet, you know, what's going to happen to like schools like Northwestern and Vanderbilt, you know, (laughs) at a certain point I do. I I still feel like these leagues are going to look around and they're going to see, you know, those types of schools and they're going to say, Hey, why the hell are they, you know, why? Why the hell are they getting as much money as we are when they're not the ones bringing all that to the table? Yeah, that I mean, yeah, they maybe they get in for they get into these
1: conferences. They you know, Washington State and Oregon State get into the Big Twelve for a, a reduced amount or something like that. Um, it's the question is is it just going to make sense to include them mm-hmm. <laughs> at that point and like everybody, but I think like everybody kind of wants them to be included, right? Not that I personally have any stake in Oregon State or Washington State, but I don't like the idea of them being not included. And I kind of want them to play Oregon and Washington during there regularly as well. So how can we effectuate that?
0: Yeah, like I saw there was this story from, uh, from David Ubin after the SEC released their schedule for 2024. And the point of it was basically like, man, I hate what's happening to college football, but God, these games are really cool. <laughs> you know, and it's it's like this, it's this weird thing where I don't like where this sport's moving and I, I'm worried about the future of all these things. But Jack, I mean, like Oklahoma playing Alabama is freaking awesome, you know? Georgia playing Texas, that's really cool. Nebraska hosting Oregon or going back out to Eugene, like that sounds fun to me, you know? And so it's like, it is an odd, like how do we weigh all of that when it's coming perhaps at the destruction of the sport? Yeah. You know?
1: I mean, what I if know. I give people, what if I give people in Nebraska's case you get you get Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin, um, what? It, Northwestern, I don't know, picking uh, who am I forgetting? One other team. Let's say 5 games. 5 5 teams in a pod. It's a it's a 16 pod that you play every year. You're adding then two other teams from the conference. And I don't know if there's still non-conference games in that scenario. I suppose there are. Maybe there's also <laughs> Here's a weird idea, Josh. But what if, like, you're also in this non-conference pod then, and that's kind of who you play in the non-conference is the, the Iowa States, the Kansases, the Kansas States, another geographic thing. Since these, since the conferences have nothing to do with geography anymore, yeah. Like, which is another a, a, another thing on this. I just hope there are people in the room somehow, which I don't know that there will be, but there are people in the room that are. That are somewhat at least like me and probably most of you when they think about how the seasons, how the matchups, how the the feeling, at least some remnant of the feeling of the past, the the regular matchups and all those things go and, and they stay around. But it's it's looking I mean, at check a,
0: after everything that's happened, you know, it's like hard it, to do imagine do you think it'll go back that? That.
1: because it's going to have to go back that direction a little bit. Because it's, yeah. uh, I mean, exactly what Jason Kirk said on that tweet. There's going to be a few years where it's going to be stupid.
0: Yeah. And I, mean, we're in the, I mean, we're really in the midst of it. Once that. the Big 12 expands, it's going to be stupid. I mean, and- Jack, I don't know if enough has been made about Colorado going back to the Big 12. I mean, it's weird. It's really weird, you know, that this team left for safer ground and all these things 13 years ago. And now they're back in that same league. You know, and Arizona is about to be a big 12 school in a conference that also has Cincinnati and UCF and now BYU and Houston, too. You is know?
1: is anyone in, in the TV stations, the conferences, the schools, the fans excited about about Central Florida versus Colorado? Yeah. Or or uh, or hypothetically Cal versus Rutgers. Yeah. These are all shotgun marriages. Like, you know? no one, who in this entire thing wants that? No yeah. one does. I can't think of anyone other than, other than maybe, other than, maybe, well, UCF certainly does. I guess Central Florida, Florida does. I guess Central yeah, Florida pumped. and
0: Cal do, yeah. Yeah, they're pumped about it, Um, you know, Houston, like, all these schools that are now in a power conference, like, they're jazzed, you know, they're super happy to be there. But otherwise, you know. I, I I think you're right in terms of just a general college football fan. No one was asking for, you know, Arizona at Iowa State as a conference game. You know, no one was demanding that. Oh no man, one. I need to see. Like, I need to literally see no Utah one. Utah and
1: it's not benefiting the TV. That's not that's not getting you a better media deal either. No, but it's survived You're surviving. You're surviving because you're not becoming what the yeah. It's it's this concern that you're going to become what happened to the Pac-10, right? That that's yeah. what it is. It's yeah. it's becoming big enough, and with enough layers of fat that the sword can't get down to your organs. Essentially, essentially is what yeah. you're doing when you're adding layers and layers of teams on there, which is exactly what the Big Twelve is doing. That's yeah. Exactly and Josh what the and
0: Jacob both point out back, it's a big time basketball conference, though. So, you know, which is a, a odd benefit of all of this is that you know you're you know especially if you can add Arizona, like what are we talking? I mean, that's not... Arizona and Kansas? And, you know like what are we talking about? Here? Like
1: I I still wonder in 20 years Josh is it even going to make sense to uh, the purpose of the conferences is a is a coalition of schools put together to negotiate collectively for media deals.
0: That's what it is. That's what conferences are now. Yes. That's
1: that's what they are. But they're pieced together, they're grouped together in a way that really means very little. It it's it's becoming more and more the case. Is that even going to be necessary? I mean, would it make sense to negotiate
0: like a more to for all of them to be one unit, right? Yeah, and John John posed that question today, and I I think that it's a good one because when you look at the NFL, the NFC East doesn't negotiate, exactly. The NFC South doesn't negotiate. That's what they I'm all saying. negotiate. So the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles are on the same level as the Houston Texans and the Tennessee Titans, which. We all know that that doesn't make sense because two of those schools or two of those franchises draw viewership in in insane numbers and other two don't. College football is is a very similar way, except that Ohio State is on the same level as Vanderbilt, but oddly, USC needed to join them so they could be on the same level as Ohio State, even though, you know, and I said Ohio State and Vanderbilt. I meant Ohio State and Northwestern. Even though USC was a much better program and much more important. Than Northwestern, and so that's the odd part about the about college football. And so I don't, in the end, I don't know. I I would assume it would benefit the 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 sport, um, or rather the programs to negotiate as one collective. Now, I would ask how large is this group of teams? Because I don't know if seventy power schools negotiating could command as much power as thirty two when the thirty two is. Bama, USC, Ohio state, Michigan, yeah. you know, Notre Dame, those types of schools. So I don't know the answer to that question, um, but I, I would also I, I'll flip it and ask what would the networks want? Because would they feel like they have more negotiating power? Or, Cause I, I, I don't know, man. I just, I look at everything that's happened with ESPN lately too. And I just wonder at what point do they say uncle, uncle? I mean, I guess they kind of did the, 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 the SEC wanted to expand and they were like, you know, we're, we want to expand ESPN. Pay us more for an extra conference game, and ESPN said no. And I, don't, I don't think ESPN five years ago Jack would have said no in that scenario. Yeah. And So I wonder how they feel about all this shit too. Yeah. It's, it's
1: just there's no rhyme or reason to how these ent- how these entities have been formed anymore for the purpose of this collective negotiating body, other than it's grabbing the most the most valuable assets possible, right? But there's no yeah. other. <laughs> I mean like there's no point to it other than profitable media deals. That's all. I mean that's complete that is the only point to the conferences yeah. anymore and it'll continue to be more and more that way if these things continue to happen at that yeah. point and there's no there's just nothing uh, there, there's no other rhyme or reason for the whole thing. Like it makes no sense in anything other if for any reason other than a more profitable media deal to have Oregon, but not Oregon state.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Especially, especially for the lesser conferences, like the big 10 is a combination of universities that have been in cahoots with each other for, you know, in some cases a century or more, and then bringing in other schools to have, like you said, better negotiating power. That's why the big 10 exists. The big 12 as, as it is now coming together it's all about the latter. It is not about it is not about geography or any of that crap. There's the, the Big Ten
1: prided itself on a type of culture too, and I get it. They're still getting quality academic schools, but that cult, once you start adding four teams from the West Coast, whatever culture, whatever it was, even if it was if it was a bullshit type of self righteous picture of yourself, it's not it's not that anymore. It's not the Big Ten anymore it's just there's no culture in these conferences the big 12 absolutely not i mean there's
0: there barely was to start i mean isn't that the funniest thing it's like the way that we talk about the big 10 and and how it's like this specific type of conference and i know we're doing a lot of football talk tonight not so much any of the other sports but like when i think of big 10 football i think of x you know usc and ucla do not fit that They do not fit the mold. I mean, forget about weather, you know, and climate, which is going to play a part too, but USC, they don't play Big Ten football. UCLA certainly does not play Big Ten football, and yet they are now going to be in the conference, and, you know, they're only two teams, but they're still two out of 16. That's 12.5% of the league is now this West Coast, and, and if you start throwing in Oregon and Washington and Cal and Stanford or Florida State and Clemson, like at a certain point, the idea of the Big Ten is just going to be—I mean, it's going to go away because it's, that's you, not going to be the case. You're
1: never going to have to have a coach answer that question. Is like how is how are you going to how are you going to deal with Big Ten defenses? Because there's Correct. nothing such as a Big Ten
0: defense yeah, anymore.
1: Yeah, they're talking defenses, how are you going to deal with Power Five, beats, but yes, Power Five, but well, with Big Ten offensive lines. How are you going to yeah. you know how the are you going to deal with the size?
0: With playing a schedule this tough that features really good football teams, like that's the way we have to describe it. It's not they that's play it. a brand of football. No, it's it's full of teams that are competing how, for the playoff.
1: How are you going to deal with the about. spread offenses in the Big Twelve? Right, it, yeah, it's yeah. not that anymore. It
0: goes it goes away. Yeah, correct. It, it's,
1: there's none of that. There there will be. I guess the SEC is still going to try and act like they have that. Um, I think. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's just because the, they're still with the line they're, play in the they're
1: the least they're going to be le- the least geographically diverse. Of any yeah of and really man
0: every every edition I would say outside of Missouri, every edition seems to be like a great fit culturally. you know and maybe I'm wrong about Missouri, but like I mean I, I think that they're a, a dunk. I don't I don't know if they're like a you know tomahawk slam but they're yeah they're at least a layup, you know, but Oklahoma fits championships chasing championships wants to be a great recruiter. Brennan says you're wrong about Vanderbilt. That's true. I guess I was just thinking of the additions that they have made in, you know. Yeah, that's lifetime. what I, I thought that for thing too, Yeah, you mean South the new South Carolina. Ones. Yeah. And Oklahoma. They, and then Texas. if they would add,
1: if they would add, Clem, they could keep that if they added teams like Clemson oh, and State. North Carolina, right? And Florida
0: State. Oh, that would be a great fit. Yeah. I mean, they, see, those, that's the thing. I know we haven't talked about the ACC at all tonight, but that's the other thing that's hanging over all of this is Florida State's board of trustees doing a caucus yes, call today, we didn't or whatever talk- it was, and just roast like just you- saying we got to move, we got to change, we got to
1: get out yeah. of here. Okay, put yourself in their shoes right now. You've got you've got this grant of rights that is getting you a bad financial deal for years, for thirteen and, more years, and you can either you can either pay the penalty essentially to get out of it and be in you know take that hit or ride it out. Or I mean, what are, what are the options? Like, what are you even thinking if you're Florida state? And I don't know why all these other schools aren't thinking the same thing and
0: saying the same thing. Why is not Clemson doing that? That's why. And, and look, maybe they're just louder because they, that's their personality. I don't know. Um, There's a part of me that wonders if the way that the, the grant of rights is circumvented is, if like so many schools bail at the same time, because then it's like, who's the money going to, you know, like if like, let's pretend that all 14, right. 14 teams decided to up and leave. Like who would, who, who would be owed money in, in that scenario. If there are no ACC teams. Now, I I don't, I don't think that something that drastic is going to happen. Um, But I just, I just always wonder about that. If there is a mass movement where schools bail there, who who is going to be there to get the money. Um, I, I was talking with somebody earlier this week and, and they, just trying to figure out the math of the um, breaking that contract and said, like, look, it's a lot of money. But in theory, if Florida State went to the Big Ten, they could make it up in, you know, what, four or five years and suddenly yeah. they, they could pay it off. If
1: they, if they were given an option like USC and UCLA were.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: But it, here's the thing, Josh. I think. I also think at some point and I don't know how much say or pressure they'll have but the non-football non-men basketball sports um and especially the olympic sports are going to they're going to hate this. They're ju- I mean I just think there's going to be so much gonna blow there's going to be so me. much blowback for for Big 12 teams and for teams that are going out especially if Oregon and Washington would be added to the Big Ten to not regionalize the travel. I don't think it's as big a deal in football. It still is a little, but for the it's way a once a week sport. The, the way that, you know, think about the way that some of these other sports, and I don't even know how some of them schedule or Dude, the week what kind of budget they have. Yeah. Yeah. To to be doing to again pick your pick your weird matchup now, Rutgers and USC or or Central Dude, Florida and BYU. Uh, How does that work, man? Right. I mean, I think think they're going to try and schedule that out here, and, you know, we'll see it. We'll see it next year with schedules in volleyball, right, for—it might be more doable in volleyball, actually, than some of the other sports. But we're going to start to see it in the non-huge revenue sports, and you're going to start to get blowback, I think, right off the bat from those programs. Two
0: comments. Adam says we have separate conferences for some sports, just divorce football and men's basketball from the others. Huskers from you. just create football only conferences and then regionalize the rest of the basketball. Hundred percent. I, I don't disagree. And
1: <laughs> by the way, the media more more rights lately. are about football,
0: right? The media yeah. rights are primarily about football. I should say. Yeah, I've seen this idea more and more lately, and I think that that's the play. I do too. You know, I, I, I no look. I, I can't figure it out exactly like how to do it. Um, but I feel like that's the play. I feel like the schools in those leagues would like that idea. Um, so I, I, I think that's what I don't want to say like that's what's going to happen definitively, but it just seems smarter. <laughs> you know what? It seems smarter to have regionalization in sports that are played more times a week and have smaller budgets. They it should seem
1: smarter. We should all just pick a year and go back to whatever the conference lineup that year was for all the non football sports. Just <laughs> say, all right, we're going to we're go- it's Big Eight Southwest Con. We're taking it back to 1982. So everybody get in the conference you were in in 1982
0: for tennis and for golf and for all of these other things. So it's funny you said that because I was wondering because I didn't know the answer to this. I was like, what conference did Penn State play in basketball? I didn't realize that there was independence that late in the game in basketball still. Yeah. So, yeah, they were an independent hoops. I guess the DePaul was. I so. mean, honestly, maybe
1: that's the way that you can keep the the name and the idea and the history of these conferences alive too, to some degree. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you still have a, you can still have a, a Pac-10 or Pac-12 or or whatever that is, and still have an ACC, and yeah. still have eventually Mountain West. But that, but that's another entire question in football too. Is what happens with all the Group of Five teams then as well? Yeah. is it just is it the same thing just on a different level that's happening where there's three twenty team conferences, three twenty five team conferences, whatever the number would be um and it's and then they just follow the model of what's happening with the power three ish conferences or do they do something different altogether at that point or does it become a different division of play yeah. almost and and if you're on the line between power five and and group of five, as we call it now, who does you know? And you don't want to be a
0: Group of Five team. You want to be a Power Five team. Can you do that?
1: Oh, I mean, Kena's, all all kinds of questions.
0: Because yeah, yeah, and there's a lot of like I didn't realize this. Huskers for MU says they were a ten a ten at the end. Penn State was wow, that's weird. Keenan says were I know they? my husband laments Big Ten breaking up the WCHA for hockey. So, uh, yeah, that's I'm the guess thing, wrestling
1: like, fans feel that way.
0: Yeah, um, just like the 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 way this thing goes down to the other sports. Um, it's, it's wild. And like, I, I imagine the big 10 is going to do their best to not have USC and UCLA playing. Like, I don't know. It's going to be impossible. Schools are going to have to go out to the West coast or they're going to have to come East to play weeknight games. Like there, you can't, I was going to say, maybe they'll just try to figure out weekend stuff. They can't, you have to play two times a week. You have to play on uh, what a Tuesday or Thursday or Wednesday. And you have to play on a Saturday or Sunday. I know we've got
1: people in here who played college sports or who've done like, are we
0: overrating how hard that travel would be?
1: I mean, I'm not even. I'm not even necessarily. Talk- There's a financial Jack, part of it too, but no, we're overrated.
0: We're not overrating it from this perspective. Football gets to fly private. Men's basketball gets to fly private. They get to fly on their own jets, and they don't have to worry about going to the airport. Have you ever been to the airport traveling some weekend, and you see like a tennis team, you know, like yeah. a women's golf team, and you're like, God, that sucks. You're yeah. going through all this crap. Like travel is a freaking grind. I've traveled a lot this summer. And it's just every time I do it, it's a reminder because it's like the first time that I've had multiple trips in a span of, you know, a short amount of time. And I'm doing my running and I'm like, wow, it it makes it a lot more difficult. And it's given me another appreciation for athletes and that type of travel. So I don't think that it is overrated because they're not going to get to fly private. Private would, I think it would change the conversation, but they will be flying commercial. A lot of them will.
1: Yeah, well. Uh, th- then I I stand by what I said. I think I think eventually this is headed toward football only, and me too. Some version of something that looks like the old conferences comes comes back, and that could happen with football too. It's just that they're they're joined in something that's not really a conference. It's just a collective. I know we hate that word now. It's just a collective mm-hmm. of of teams that are put together so they can negotiate as a group their media rights, and that and that's really it. That that's it. What else? What other roles that what other roles does the conference still play today in 2023 um, that that are going to continue into the future? They hire refs. um, They put together postseason tournaments.
0: Yeah. And at what point do all these things just come nationalized anyway? I mean, they all what's left in terms
1: of in terms of what these conferences do. At this point, that they
0: They gave you warm and fuzzy, and they negotiate again. Like we just keep coming media days, right, Josh? I mean, you know how much I feel. Yeah, I love that. I love. Thank you, Big Ten, for giving me that. we don't get those in pro sports, right? We don't get the NFC West media days. (laughs) Pete Carroll and Sean McVay (laughs) going to the NFC West media days are in Portland this year, right? Oh man, I can't wait for you know the NFC East media days. All the coaches together. God.
1: Like what? Hey, what do Coach, we even do need think? a commissioner? We need a head negotiator, and that's it, right? Yep, that's what it we is. need. A, yeah. We need a table of lawyers. Mm-hmm. We don't need any Jim Delaney anymore. We don't I'll need any of that.
0: It's not conferences, guys. It's networks: Fox versus ESPN. Yeah, that's true.
1: How about we just give? We get? We get? We get uh, four conferences, and we just give Fox one, NBC one, ABC, ESPN one, CBS.
0: Oh, the one. ABC conference.
1: And then we get we give like Mountain West to like
0: uh Hulu, right? Or something. <laughs> streaming service? Yeah, streaming service. Uh right. The, uh, the Pac twelve, since it's falling apart, it can be max because it always just keeps changing. Right. It's HBO now. It's no go. And it you have no it more. and I don't. So that'll yes. work. Exact exact. Very on brand. Very on brand. Then I mean, then
1: it'll be easy. Just have a draft. Have a draft every year or something. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Let's just not ruin college football.
0: Let me ask you this as we say uh, get close to saying goodbye. Do you do you think what's going to happen this week? What's going to happen tomorrow? What's uh, going to happen Friday? I think Arizona, what do we know by the time we're on the air on Saturday morning? I think I think
1: um I think the Big 12 is looking for at least one more team um and they want it to be a Pac-12 team and Arizona has all the incentive to go over there. Now that Colorado has, especially if after they've seen that Pac twelve media deal, so I think that's the first thing that happens. I think that. Happens do you think
0: tomorrow. it'll be announced by the time that we are doing a podcast on Saturday morning? Uh, yeah, whether it's officially announced or whether it's
1: sources Report confirming, it. yeah, yeah, I do. I think I think so. I don't think anything's happening with Florida State yet. Um, I think they're just I don't they, either. I mean, the the way that the regents basically sound, it sounded like you just had frustrated regents that were saying what we're doing makes no sense financially. And then probably yeah. they're probably old, old financial dudes who are who are looking at those numbers and saying that. Um, and then, you know, what else? I don't think I don't think by this week we have any I don't think this is going out in a limb, but I don't think we have anything major with Oregon and Washington this week. I think that's going to take a bit. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Either. So I don't think so. Either. And and then yes, I think the other if with Arizona, it could be Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah. I think that would also be a possibility. Is it's either one or three? I think both of those are in the range of things that could happen in the fairly short term.
0: Yeah, I think I think if Arizona is going to be announced in the next two days, and I think they will. In a way, I'm almost like, why wouldn't Arizona State and Utah go to? So I yeah. think if I say Arizona yes, then I say the other two are also right. yes. So right. yeah, I will say yes. You know what one of the bottom lines
1: of this, Josh, is remember when we were talking about the new Big Ten schedule and the new process of that whole thing and
0: it's gonna get blown up.
1: <laughs> and we were worrying about this what's gonna happen three oh, three years from now, this is they're gonna have oh maybe that's why they renounced it because they knew it was gonna change anyway. Do not worry. it's it's until until we get to that point until we get to that point where it's two or three entities own every major team in their media cooperative, then you're going to have stupid.
0: You're just going to have ridiculous things that are changing every year.
1: I think Jason Kirk put it really
0: well. Yeah, I think so too. We're in the, we're in the midst of the stupid until like the, the, the stuff happens, and again, I don't, I don't, I don't want to keep saying it, but yeah. I just don't like what's going to happen next. But I feel like that's where we're at right now. And we're you're, in the stupid until something changes. And your tennis team banking ridiculous frequent flyer miles. There you go. Congrats on all those miles, yep. Josh. We're never in the midst of the stupid. We're never not. We're never not in the midst of the stupid. Yeah.
1: Poor Ooh. Oregon State and Washington State. I really do. I
0: do feel bad. Like you imagine being a fan oh, of you those do. programs. Interesting. I'm happy to hear that you feel bad for them. What? Why are you saying it like that? Because I wanted to watch West Coast football, and you were like, no one cares. Why, You're the reason that I all this is happening. I cannot care
1: about their game that you wanted to put on in the first quarter and still have a heart.
0: It, it was a mean, great game. It doesn't game. mean I'm heartless. It was a great game. Went down to the wire. It's
1: like Oregon State and Stanford
0: or and something. And see, Jack, it was two top 25 okay. teams. Okay. My goodness. All right, fine. They can go to hell. <laughs> Wow, jeez. (laughs) Pac-12, I love you. I'm going to miss you. You were my favorite conference to watch when I was in college. Everyone always loved the SEC. I was a Pac-12 dude because that's back when I stayed up late
1: pac twelve. You were a conference that was on when a lot of other games no weren't on, games. and I appreciated High that from you. High scoring, dude. It Oregon was always football. I do always remember being at the bar when I was in law school, and and I would you would be somewhere. It was really late at night. And you probably had several drinks, and so you're sort of disoriented, and you're like, you look up at the TV in the bar, and you're like, oh my gosh, there's still a game on in the third quarter right now. It's it amazing. Best.
0: Yeah, like, staying up, like, last night, laying in bed, groggy-eyed, watching Oregon play Washington at, like, 1 a.m. Badass. Those teams are still going to have home games late at night, so we don't, I mean... Yeah, maybe. I don't know, man. I'm worried that the Big Ten won't schedule them late because those schools don't like it. I'd be so sad. You're probably right, which is so... dodgy ass Big Ten. By the way, Jack, not not to start, you know, teasing ourselves too much, but... There are three games that kick off after a nine o'clock on week one of the season. So. Are there? I thought they were bad though. They suck ass. Sam Houston at BYU, coastal Carolina at UCLA, Ooh. Idaho state at San Diego state. That actually that Sam Houston BYU game might be kind of interesting. Next weekend though, Jack Stanford, USC nine o'clock Auburn, Cal, fuck yes at
1: 9 30 <laughs> those are terrible those are both oklahoma, gonna
0: be terrible games oklahoma state at arizona state dude that's let's gonna go. be
1: that's gonna be a, arizona state's gonna
0: take a while um let's go now i just want to look at all the night games the late night games. i'm early so week. happy lsu colorado state at colorado jack nine o'clock on ESPN. is that, that gonna be fun. prime's first win <laughs> maybe we'll see is that week three Yes, that's week three.
1: Because then the he's season. got Oregon, I think, the week after that, and they're going to want to – that game's going to get really interesting oh, now. Dude, that game could be a disaster. Oh, Aren't boy, you so excited that, that, be... that lsufootball.net slash yes, That's is what up? What dude, that's what I'm looking at. How
0: about this, Jack? Same week, Colorado State at Colorado, Kansas at Nevada. How fun is that at 930 on CBS <laughs> Sports Network? I mean, it's I'll, – I'll watch it. it. It's fine. That's yeah. that's fine. Kansas got a good quarterback. All right, last this is the last one. Oh, wait, it doesn't go this far. Oh, wait, we got one game so far scheduled for the twenty third of September after dark. Kent State at Fresno State, nine thirty on CBS Sports. Wow, what a weird game! God, I love football, man. This is gonna be
1: great. I'm in. Yes, I will miss weird non conference matchups. That I that I will miss if it's if it's three major conferences that include everyone. Um, Okay, hey, a couple of things that I want to mention. Real quick before we say goodbye, don't don't stop. A couple things you might be interested in these. Number one, I just bought a, a new Champion i80 Club sweatshirt in I the merch this. store. We've got some new items in the merch store, including Champion hoodies and crew neck sweatshirts, and, mm. and then there's also like the they call them football shirts because they have like look like jersey stripes on the side. Um, they have men's and women's styles in that if you're interested in those. So we added uh, – we didn't. Pope added more to the, Thanks, to the merch Pope. store. You can also – I learned messing around with it today, Josh. You can also add your own words in it oh. to it. Like So if you want to say I had a club member, I had a club VIP, you oh, can do that. Oh, Jack,
0: yes. When you were having technical issues, somebody made a, a shirt or a mug or something. I'll see if I can scroll back and find it real fast. It was making fun of you, so that was pretty funny. <laughs> okay. Oh, here it is. I found it. From uh, Kina, Kina made. She time. made a onesie that says it's a bit. Oh my it was gosh. a bit, or it was a bit. So here was the one that she made. ID club, <laughs> and then blows says technical <laughs> issues. <laughs>
1: I like that. We need to, that needs to come up with like music, right? Some some yeah. like muzak in the background when we when I am having technical dis- issues. Um, Adam says, "I want
0: to share it with grandfather five nice. dollars." You can do it.
1: You can do that. You guys can do all of that. Just don't put any mean things on it about the I.D. Club. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah that'd we, be mean. We've got we got that. There's a bunch of colors. There's a bunch of stuff in there. So check it out. You, and we got I think we got the twenty percent off for another starting today. I think for another four or five days. So we've got that. <laughs> R.I.P. <all over. laughs> don't put that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly. Bigelow, that is exactly what I'm talking about. But then with like the muzak in the background, that'd be hilarious. Uh, and then uh, we are. Let's see, Josh, help me remember. We're You're here this weekend, so we're regular, I'm and week. I'm here. I wasn't going to be, but I am. So I'm you're here You're next
0: week. You're here next. I think Wednesday. I'm. Here. I'm here a lot. And then I'm here the twelfth as well. And then I am gone for the Wednesday and the Saturday, because I'm getting married. Two weeks from tonight, friends, hey. I'm getting married. I was actually playing with my wedding ring, which I have in my desk drawer right now, that I will be I, I bet I, you're you know. get, I bet you're getting one of those like rubberized ones, aren't you? Jack, I haven't a I have a regular tungsten, but I do have rubber ones. I too. knew it. I knew I'm it. I'm gonna wear the I'm gonna wear the rubber ones for for my my running. So, yeah. I always say, I got, always wear a rubber. Many are saying, yeah. So, yeah, but I'll have a regular tungsten one um, that I'll wear, you know, for fancy nights and whatever. And are we going to try Wednesday night? Thank
1: you for all the congrats, folks. Are we going to, uh, I didn't say congrats. Are we going to try Wednesday
0: night to do Colorado again? A week from tonight? Yeah.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right, we'll try it again. We're going to try it again. Double header. Double header. We're, uh Josh says what year? We're we're doing 92 and 2000. 92 and 2000. Cuz they're partially like cuz we like nap- those games and partially cuz the time fits. Yes, cuz yeah, it'll be like a 90 minute pot. So, that is the plan barring any We're going to start at 8. We're going to start that one at 8. That's 92. another reason why it's good we didn't do those tonight. Yes, cuz I had to push back actually. Thank you. Thank you everyone for being a little uh a little yep. okay with that. So, yeah. Please, God, nothing ha- Look, all the realignment can happen before Saturday. That's totally fine. There's Saturday through next Wednesday, let's not What could even happen. happen that's that big? I guess that's true. Barring, let's make this promise. Unless Florida State joins the Big Ten or Notre Dame, we are not what doing about, any. No, what, we're not going to do it for Oregon and Washington. We already talked about that tonight. We know what that would mean. Is there anything
1: that could happen
0: within the Nebraska football team that would be big enough to... Uh, let's not wish any of that into it because that would probably be a bad thing. Yes, what correct. if? There's, what if? There's nothing good that can happen with Nebraska football that would require us to do a. Pilot. What if? What if reports indicate that I test is back? <laughs> then that would that a, be enough, a, a enough to break it? <laughs> I don't know. We'll give it. We'll give looked, that a had a. want to do ninety minutes on I, I, I not, If ninety,
1: if I test is back, like to Sept to North Dakota form. I'd probably like to talk
0: about that and break it down a little bit. That's just. Alex me. says Iowa gets the death penalty. Yeah, It'd be hard not to talk about that. It would be hard not to talk about Iowa getting the death penalty. We didn't even get we have got on Saturday.
1: We do have to talk about the gambling, though.
0: Yes, we, we do, do. We have do have to talk about that. I have a lot. I
1: have a lot. I got yeah. a lot of thoughts on that. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. All right. We will. And uh, for those of you who aren't members, some of you might be listening now.
0: Yes. Thanks for listening to this whole weird podcast tonight. Um, (laughs) Yeah, subscribe. Join the ID Club. Tears as low as $3. $3 so you get all this great content? Support independent media products. Here's here's what you get, by the way. You subscribe for $3. You get every podcast that we do, which is Wednesday nights, which is Saturday morning, which during football season, a lot of weeks, hopefully, is going to be Saturday night after dark. You get all of that right when it comes up, not days later. You get everything. And yeah, you're yeah. supporting independent. You're supporting an independent body. We are not going out and shutting
1: down any divisions and laying off writers. And we're not doing TikToks. We're not doing TikToks. So I don't know how to do it. I don't have
0: that. And also, I don't want to. I don't want to send my information directly to G. I just don't I don't want another app. I'm done. It when Twitter dies, I die too. Support and it makes you sound cool. You can go to the coffee shop and be like, hey.
1: Did you know I support independent sports media? And they're like, ooh. Yeah.
0: They'll be like, whoa, tell me more. That's cool. Like, I have a private RSS feed and everything. You've justified
1: wearing your beanie in here. Uh, Bingo. All right. That's it
0: for the podcast. We made our pitch. Hopefully you didn't fast forward through it. You're a jerk if you did. All right. See you later, podcasters.